how much negative thinking can we afford to have? I try to be positive, but I definitely don't succeed every time. Does it matter? It's not a problem if it's not a problem, I think is a kind of a helpful mantra to use. Because sometimes when we think about practices, positive thinking, negative thinking, whether we're present, and any number of other things, what we tend to do is look for a kind of a platonic rule book, a kind of an ultimate guide for how to be that's written somewhere and to, to follow what it says bit by bit. And that's entirely understandable because uh, uncertainty is unpleasant, so it's nice to have a bit of clarity. However, uh, the world being as messy as it is, and I don't necessarily mean that in a bad way, it's, it's just sophisticated, it's complex, there's many different bits to it. Sometimes a given behavior or a given pattern can work actually rather well for one person, but maybe not so well for another person and any other number of shades in between that. To make it even more complicated, it may work well for you last week, but not work well next week. Again, it depends on the context. It depends on the circumstances that you're in. So an important point here is not to be too judgmental towards yourself. And even if there is negativity, to not necessarily jump to judgment, because what you may do then is end up being negative about the fact that you're being negative, and that will just lead to more negativity and won't really solve things. So that is something to, to watch out for. So maybe if you're asking that question, am I doing too much negative thinking? Can I afford it? Just try and look at cause and effect a little bit and question, what's the consequence of this negative thinking? What's it doing? How does it make me feel? Is it constructive in any way? Or is it just something that's an energy drain? What in turn are the consequences of that? So a little bit of awareness, a little bit of reflection on that can be very useful. And it itself can be then a bit of an antidote to the negative thinking. Because one of the reasons negativity often persists is because it feels on some level necessary or justifiable. Very often it seems to be a safety mechanism. We're thinking of what could go wrong. There seems to be some safety in simulating potential risks and dangers. It gives us a feeling of control even though that might be an illusion, but there's still some feeling of control that comes with being able to simulate some of those potential challenges. So if you recognize and deconstruct a little bit that maybe it isn't quite doing that, not because you're battling yourself, not because you're giving out to yourself, but you're just gently focusing on the behavior and saying, well, what's, what's coming from this? Well, that can be a very helpful way to start to dissolve some of those patterns. So, so that can be very useful. The other consideration here is, is it really negative? So negative is a word that's used in many places with kind of different definitions and different translations. And I think it's helpful to consider that what it doesn't necessarily mean is focusing on bad things or challenges. That, that, that doesn't in and of itself need to be negative. There are certainly constructive ways of thinking about challenges, and that's okay. You know, it's okay to think about problems sometimes. What's nice where possible is to do it deliberately and consensually. So in other words, to maybe sit down with a pen and paper or sit down at your device, give yourself a few minutes of breathing space and actually intentionally look at any challenges or difficulties and then also be solution focused as well and look at some of the ways that you might go about addressing them. Or if you're not sure, you can get support with that. But either way, you're moving it forward in some shape or form. Also, the stance matters here. 
And what I mean by that is, even if something that is more traditionally negative comes to mind, oh, you know, you're not going to succeed at that, or that's going to be a problem, or that's going to be a difficulty. Uh, by the way, as I said a moment ago, sometimes those worries are right. Sometimes you're about to do something which is a terrible idea. So it is worth considering that properly. Again, maybe with a pen and paper and reflect on it properly. However, sometimes you are absolutely capable and or, or you're not, but there isn't really a risk to trying it. Maybe there's a learning opportunity. So that kind of doubt is coming in. So even the presence of that kind of doubt doesn't need to be as big a problem as it might seem to begin with. The bigger problem is identifying with it and saying, yeah, that negativity, that's true. And you're not even doing that usually. Usually you're just so close to it that you identify with it and there isn't room between you and it. So it's as if you've become the experience. So it's like the example of watching a film on TV. You're not thinking if it's a good film. You're not thinking I am in the living room watching television. You're not even thinking that it's a television. You're not even seeing the TV, strangely, even though you're looking at it. You're just there in the story. You're caught up in it. So that's what can happen sometimes. You're too close to the thoughts and you're getting consumed by the negativity. So if you have a little bit of a different stance, then you're probably going to be in a better place if you can put some room between you and it. And you go, oh, look, there's a negative thought over there. I'm over here. I'm glad I'm here and it's there. There's a bit of room. So you don't necessarily need to comply, do what it says. You may take it into account, you might not. You might give it energy, you might not. But the space between you and it. And that puts you in a good position because if you make your effort all about removing those thoughts and feelings, then you're just going to be chasing what you don't want. And by chasing what you don't want, you're often energizing it. And at the very least, you're taking attention away from better things that you could be putting your energy into. And so this can you know, create an even greater negative cycle. So as to how much you're allowed to have, well, again, it depends on circumstance. But a good thing to do, I suppose, is just look at averages. You know, if there's a reasonable amount of positive thinking, and by that we just don't mean thinking about what is nice, but we mean being constructive as well. You know, looking at a problem and thinking about solutions to it, that is also positive. It, it doesn't just mean pretending everything's good. So if there's a reasonable proportion of that going on, you're probably going to be in a good place anyway. And it's really nice how even a little progress can actually go a very long way. Because if you're being constructive, if you're being solution focused, well then usually that builds over time. It becomes a habit. Because the beautiful thing, I suppose, is that our minds aren't out to get us when there's worries there. These are usually safety mechanisms that are maybe backfiring and granted they mightn't be working at all, but they tend to come from a good place, a place of self-preservation. So a lot of the time, if you meet the mind halfway and say, all right, you're trying to help me, thank you. Here's how best to do that, rather than just trying to suppress it down. That can be a more constructive way forward. If you found this valuable, do like, subscribe, and share. And what's your experience? Do you have any questions or topic suggestions? You can contribute in the comments, on social media using hashtag BodyMindSelf, or on JFL.com.